2: Friends, let me introduce myself. Peltzer's the name, Rand Peltzer. That's me there on the corner. I'm an inventor, and I have a story to tell. Yeah, I know, who hadn't got a story? Well, nobody's got a story like this one, nobody. It all started here in Chinatown. I was hitting the shops trying to move a little merchandise, maybe find a present for my kid. I tried this one place. I'm sorry, Mogwai not for sale. This is Filmsack. sure hello everybody welcome back to film sack this is film sack mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind episode 362 i'm scott johnson joined today by
3: brian you thought tribbles were dicks dunaway tribbles are dicks they're all fuzzy and hairy oh hi hi okay okay kate is nine now and she's losing her face to Santa Claus. And as her dad, <laughs> I had to fix that. Okay. So I find up here on the roof of our house on Christmas Eve, and I am going to shibby down the chibby. <laughs> <laughs> chibby. And deliver these age-appropriate Christmas gifts for my darling Kate, who hates Thanksgiving. Yeah, Weirdo. Okay, okay, straight up, Santa time to take some inventory let's see weird pet from chinatown check santa claus suit two sizes too big from christmastown aka jc penny check (laughs) belly full of eggnog from dory's tavern check check Check. checkity check (laughs) okay Oh, oh, oh here we go i'm a little too fat for this oh hey little fella what are you doing out of your box who and why are you all slimy and gross? Movie is stupid thing. You're gonna make me fall and break my neck. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the end. Merry Christmas, Kate.
1: Man, that is why some, is my butt getting warm? Some, ah. some
2: serious, uh, <laughs> some serious reenactment there. I love wow. that we get
1: that we finally get the prequel. That we never knew yeah. we needed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I
0: knew I needed we, it. We it. Need-
2: yeah, that was that was something else. He
0: we used, needed that back. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. okay, we're okay. It was just
2: such good acting that now yes. it's uh, now his internet has decided to struggle a little bit. That's okay because next up we That's have not
3: struggling. Oh, uh, he's I'm drunk.
2: He's drunk. That's right. He got a drunk connection. Also with us, Randy. No wonder this helped push the PG thirteen rating, rating rating.
0: Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. <clears throat> I ran. No. <laughs> microwaving them makes them expire stab the mean one in the nose clocks get stopped when they chewed off the wires and into pupa they enclose everybody knows a swimming pools a tornado of mutating mogwise smoke lights some gunshots WTF Gizmo We're gonna kill them all tonight.
3: <laughs> I, also you're, I also hope there'll be some singing. Also your singing voice like twice as loud as your talking voice and I love it. Because you're, really, you're very welcome, Brian. It, in, in- yeah. And he have a to
1: reach the cheap seats. Yeah, yeah, Right. It
3: implies that when you get drunk, you get louder. Yeah. Oh,
0: good. That's good. No, you're the drunk one. I'm totally oh, wow. stoned wow. sober.
2: Okay. <laughs> He's stoned and sober. Got it. All right. Hey. I, I hope we have more Christmas carols this episode. I really do. Yeah, we might. Oh. You know, my favorite scene yeah. in that movie is when those all show up at that lady's door and sing. i love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. old Grumpus, Lady yeah. Grumpus. Lady Grumpus. Lady yeah.
3: Grumpus. Kiss my grits. Yeah. Get out of here, you carolers.
2: Yeah. And then just the way they were going. Nah, 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 and like, no. Not singing anything <laughs> right do, like, do any
0: of you i know i know we still have another person introduced but do any of you watch uh, fresh off the boat no no uh, no this the most recent episode was amazing go on, right. were carolers. <laughs> fresh, go on
2: i hear that i actually hear that show is really good uh with us finally brian is it jizz or giz
1: <laughs> it's the giz-wiz. Mm. Uh all right, so uh, we start off with the rules, of course. Keep them away from light, especially sunlight, because it'll kill them. Don't get them wet. Don't feed them after midnight. But they actually just came out with the new rules, the new posted rules for uh, Mogwai, uh, the things you're not supposed to do. <laughs> so I give you, I present to you the remaining uh what eight items it takes wow. us up to 12 whatever it takes us up to 12 So okay. three all right number number four don't cross the streams okay. number five don't talk about fight club okay. number six cardio <laughs> number seven don't let them read youtube comments mm. number eight no talking or texting <laughs> number nine you can't ask for three more wishes number 10 you can't uh. drop below 88 miles per hour mm. number 11 don't look at the marion and number 12 whatever you do no matter how much he begs don't let r kelly babysit your mogwai <laughs> that kind so, of goes along with not getting them yeah
3: yes. so you say still spielberg has a lot
1: of rules is that what you're yeah. saying <laughs> these aren't all spielbergian though i mean you've no, got they're the, not uh, cardio what do you is uh, zombie land yeah. yeah. i just he realized does. after watching this how many movies have rules that i love yeah. yes Oh, they're great so I, it's one these, of my favorite these... things
3: i love i love movie rules they're the best yeah. rules. I, I was hoping they would have these movie rules posted on the wall of the Y at the pool, but they didn't. No, I know.
2: <laughs> I love a good I love a good public pool rule sheet. They get they get yeah. bigger every year. If you notice how big those are now, they're like nine thousand oh, yeah. lines of text. Now it's
1: great. Every, time, no, every time we introduce something new into society, you can't do it at the YMC pool. <laughs> no. like, here's, here's what I don't
0: get. Every time I look at those, and I love reading those too. I always notice all of the rules around pregnancy. Like, if you're a pregnant Uh, woman, you you should not even be in the pool area. You can't do nothing. And I always wonder... You know, in a place where you can't get an abortion and you need one, you'd think women would just get in the hot tub. I mean, (laughs) the the sign says. The sign
2: says. (laughs) Wow. they get
0: in the hot tub.
1: Yeah. That went to a a darker place than I expected it to. (laughs) uh,
2: Just those uh, signs,
0: man.
1: Yeah. The Homewood Suites over in uh, Anaheim, uh, where Tristan and I always stay at the hot tub, there are three rules that deal with diarrhea alone. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's another one.
0: If you're constipated and you need to get that shit moving. Don't get in a
1: hot tub. Really? Apparently. No, that's not one of the yeah. rules. That's not one of the rules, though. No, I'm summarizing the rules.
2: <laughs> I love the idea that one of the rules would be: Hey, if you're a little backed up, try our hot tub. <laughs> our hot it'll, tub. yeah, it'll uh, it'll loosen you up right away. <laughs> well, all right, it. this has all been great. Uh, it's our final <laughs> Christmas episode, everybody, and we're gonna do Gremlins. Damn it, that's the we're finally here. What's crazy is last week we did a film directed by Chris Columbus. This week we did one written by chris columbus and directed by joe dante um there's a bit of a correction in that because last week i i misattributed the writing and directing to chris columbus he only wrote it he did not direct it uh heavy 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 influence and hands-on by steven spielberg though he was apparently like there every day and had a huge part in how these gremlins looked and and worked and moved and would change things a lot and was kind of all, up, yeah. Was all the, up in every, everyone's every, business.
3: That was so Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You could
1: easily be forgiven if you've, if you've, like me, always kind of attributed this to being a film, a a, a Spielberg movie, which sure. I yeah. kind of have for some reason. And at the top it, of it, it even says
2: like it. it doesn't. It say at the very, very beginning, it's like Steven Spielberg presents is like this
1: huge, exactly. exactly yeah. First now, movie. there's definitely
3: there's definitely lots of Joe Dante because if you've ever, I I love his comedy horror type stuff and. uh, and you can tell the, the the humor the humor is very much uh Dante's t- type of humor cuz he likes to hide those jokes mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. dialogue later on so you'll have like a setup and then later on they'll just kind of pass by the joke and mm-hmm. you just kinda like go, Oh, I see what you did there, Mr. Dante. Yeah. Don't you always yeah, kinda nice.
2: don't you always kinda wish Joe Dante had a movie called Inferno so he could have Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or peak Yeah, that'd be cool. Pete, yeah, yeah. But he but people know him from things like The Howling and Inner Space and Small Soldiers, which
1: didn't we watch Small Soldiers? Oh yeah. Soldiers? Love that movie. I think we mm-hmm. watched that didn't we we did watch small soldiers because i'd yeah. never seen it before film sack
2: he uh spent a lot of time lately though doing uh tv stuff he directed 10 episodes of hawaii 50 for some reason uh well, didn't well,
0: uh, well, i would too if, if I, that was an opportunity to well, go do that job p- sure that's gotta be
2: great well just because you're in hawaiian stuff sure but, but like uh, it's it's weird to me that he's had you know all these movies he did uh the the, the jumanji i think oh, hold on i gotta i gotta, correct myself am i thinking of the wrong thing did he do jumanji the first oh one? i don't know
3: we got to be super careful because in in recent episodes of FilmSack, we'll say we'll attribute a directing role to someone who actually ends up being in a production role i think we actually got a little right. bit of oh, mail yeah. back in that last uh, week
1: he's not listed at all for jumanji yeah yet.
3: i'm thinking of joe johnston that's
2: who i'm thinking of that guy did that guy right. th- those two i get mixed up constantly joe. for no good reason i can't think of why i've conflated them but uh joe jo- joe johnston did uh uh, freaking uh, Jurassic Park 3, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I always think, oh, that was Joe Dante. No, it was the other guy. Uh, but of all of the movies that I think he's done, I think Gremlins is up there, man. I really like this movie. I should say this right up front. We're not going to keep people in too much uh, suspense here. I really like Gremlins, and I think it holds up. And I'm going to say a controversial thing. Oh, I no. uh, I think what, 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 of what? all the movies we've seen on Film SAC, some 300 and whatever uh there are certainly some that we've seen that were that I thought were scary and and were supposed to be or were inadvertently scary or whatever I'm putting this in like the top 5 of the scariest movies we've seen it still gets me there are moments in this <laughs> that uh maybe it's cuz it got me so bad in 84 but when it came out but but uh but now even jumpy scare stuff really on yeah. point uh mm-hmm. i think these things are creepy and freaky when the when the when stripe dies at the end with all the melty stuff it's still freaking gross yeah yeah uh i think it holds up in all of those ways and i really really like it um and i found myself i jumped out of my chair at one point okay. yeah, no,
0: by really, far, yeah, by far my most prominent note about this film is how is this pg yeah i, yeah. I think yeah. I, I realize PG is a big range, right? It's like seven to twelve mm-hmm. is like right? But right. I wouldn't I wouldn't show this movie to a seven or eight year old. Oh no. Oh, and yeah, I
3: know huh. And growing up, actually, my sisters still bring it up. I was about I guess around uh eleven, twelve, maybe even thirteen when I showed this. I shared this with my sisters who are a good five years younger than me. And uh, they still bring it up about how I made them watch the Gremlins and how it scared the pants off them. (laughs) Like one of those things that they always hold on to. Yeah, it's like it was '84 or '86 or something. I mean, chill out. We got we had it on VHS. You could leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get out of there. Sure. No, it's it's it's. uh, I mean, it is
2: okay. So this and uh, Temple of Doom, ironically, both uh, Spielberg involved projects, uh, were were the impetus for the pg-13 rating this these movies were were the ones that were like okay this is too violent and crazy for pg but it's not enough for r so what do we do here and the mpaa said well let's do a new one and they put in the pg-13 and and had this come out like its
3: sequel a couple years years later it would have been 13 without a without question absolutely Absolutely. oh yeah by the I want to roll back and just say, while well, you put this as maybe your top Dante movie, I've got to say the Burbs is by far the most Danteist oh, yeah. of all Joe Dante movies. I forgot that was him. Mind. Totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. Burbs is. Good. But
1: there, I mean, there's so many parallels. I mean, there's a, there's a really good, wicked, dark, subtle sense of humor in in yeah. all of his stuff where it's like. We're gonna we're gonna kinda of make you laugh, but it's gonna be one of those uneasy <laughs> kind of laughs, laughs where you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and there's a lot of great moments like that you know, in yeah. here and in the burbs that uh that I because think you're... are if you if you look at it, it's this it's the Joe Dante signature. Right. Yep. Up until
3: this point, I mean, in you, you know, uh besides the trouble with Tribbles, I mean, most of the small funny creatures were small and funny and Muppety and puppety, uh, but yeah, it's like I'm supposed to be laughing right now. These are puppets and muppets, but why am I so scared? Why is yeah. Stripe chasing me with a chainsaw? You know what it is? Because yeah. at
2: first they just seem like chaos agents and they're just there to yeah. cause trouble. And then and the sinisterness of them starts to come through, and you're like, ooh, they're, they're I mean, that thing's got a gun and he's wearing a mask now and he's but not a long, good aim. He's not really shooting very well, but ugh, like, that, yeah. I don't like that. Wrong before Oh, yeah,
3: you're coming through. You're coming through. Wrong yeah,
0: before that. It, they're established as wicked by the family being willing to slaughter them in the kitchen, mm.
1: like the, the, oh, the, the not just. I mean, no, let's 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 give her credit. Mom is Mom a one man gremlin hay. killing machine. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't right. even, I don't
3: even know how to even, even left after she got through. I Stripe just happened to escape. Blew his nose on a on a on a, <laughs> on a curtain, on a curtain <laughs> and, and just get it out of there. Yeah,
0: but that's a, there's, yeah. A, there's a there's a conscious decision there. To make that a turning point in the film, where you go from, what is this? It's cute. What's it going to do? What's happening? To this is evil, even though it's semi-sentient, right? Mm-hmm, these right. these are communicative creatures with some semblance of sentience. Mm-hmm. You're but right. Even <laughs> though they're so wicked that in that one scene where mom has two knives and and is very stabby, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you Was have... Was a
3: Leslie McCain. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Any 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 of you other guys uh, immediately shout, Dual wielding! <laughs> yes, yeah. I, did. She was doing I thought but that's I thought about, about it. it.
0: Now I and I just I gotta stop there and go, okay, this is a movie produced by Steven Spielberg, Kathleen Kennedy, and Frank Marshall. Yeah. Those those were on their way to becoming the most famous and successful group of producers Love me, Kathleen in Kennedy. the world. Yeah, in great. the world. Like yeah. that this was the time when they were making a billion dollars mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they they made decisions about how all of these films would feel all, all along with the directors uh, when and it was often Spielberg the director those three people were like yeah we're gonna blow one up in the microwave okay okay mm-hmm. but you're saying something <laughs> yeah. and what you're saying in that moment is these are evil wicked creatures and right. for the rest of the film I'm not supposed to be surprised when they get torn limb from limb, when they get decapitated, etc. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you know? Do you know uh, who was really busy during 84, 85? And mm-hmm. that's that's the mom, Frances Lee McCain. Mm-hmm. She oh, really? was in yeah, she was in Back to the Future, This Gremlins, Footloose, Stand by Me. She was just all the Well, she over was the, the mom.
1: And yeah, and Back to the Future, she was the mom. Um, Stella Mae. I want to say actually, she was the mom of the little girl that we saw last week in Adventures in Babysitting. Right, oh, right, yeah, yeah. right. I, I was just gonna right. say
2: we just saw her like straight up, yes, mm-hmm. last week. So she's she got around. Uh, maybe she's a Chris yeah. Columbus deal or Spielberg
3: thing. Because... Spielberg, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy, those 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 guys together. She's still doing stuff all the way up in. Uh, she she just got through doing something uh, this past year, a couple mm. of things. So that's interesting because Phoebe
2: Phoebe Kate's kind of like stopped doing anything. She's like. uh mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Last thing Phoebe Cates did where she was actively working was nineteen four, uh, or sorry, nineteen ninety four, and then uh, she was in Lego Dimensions as a voiceover for uh, like. It sounds like it was a favor for somebody in twenty fifteen, but that's it. Ninety four to twenty fifteen, like nothing.
3: I don't know what happened how there. Does, how does how does the voice work as a favor sound? How does that? Is, I don't yeah. know how that works. It's like,
2: hey, <laughs> we're doing this Lego game. Can you do a thing? <laughs> And she said, Sure, why not? I'll come over there. I don't like acting anymore, but I'll do that. But I mean, I don't know what she's doing. Isn't she married to somebody famous? Like she's uh,
1: married to uh, uh Kevin Klein.
2: That's who it is. So he's yeah. over there doing fish odor and she's like, I don't want to do this stuff anymore.
1: Exactly. And they're they're one of those rare Hollywood marriages where you've got two famous people who got married and have stayed married. Like they are right, you right. know, right. they yeah. they haven't uh Brian, you might no you might say or...
2: you might say they're in it to win it together yeah i um, think they're in yeah, it to win. yeah i'm gonna play a clip that scott fletcher sent us that explains this movie slightly more than oh. we have so far here's how it goes gremlins a boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters <laughs> in a small town no really who wants perfection right <laughs> <laughs> not me
0: uh, uh,
2: I like a flawed... A flawed Fletcher is a great Fletcher. I really like I'll that. Tell you,
0: I'll tell you what I want a lot more of from this movie, and it doesn't give it to me, is K.A. Luke as grandfather, as Mr.
3: Wing. Oh, uh, he is fantastic. Yeah, he's yes, great.
0: K.A. Lu- Luke was the best thing in the film. I don't understand why he was so underutilized. It's almost like they didn't respect his culture and his character at right. all. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh It oh. was just... It was just a total use of that culture. Like, we're just going to go stick our nose into this and then...
3: Which is which is reflective of what the commentary is in this movie, that we're not ready, that we are mm-hmm. we should be isolated from that. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a little bit of art imitating life. By the way, uh, according to the Internet, uh, in 2005, the actress Phoebe Cates took a, a, a step away from the cameras when she opened her own boutique on a New York Madison Avenue called Blue Tree. So oh, all right. She's yeah okay, so it's kind of like a general store uh,
2: yeah you know what mm-hmm. i say great you got yeah. other stuff to do you want to do get the h out you don't need well, why not you don't need she, to be whatever you be who you want to be go
1: and she cost blockbuster video so much money because <laughs> uh copies of fast times at ridgemont high would get so stretched out because people uh, would pause pause <laughs> that part of the tape's been on the playhead for about 30 minutes now why does, why does <laughs> that <laughs> part of the car song all of a sudden go uh, <laughs> uh totally dude speaking of which uh, that,
2: isn't that whole scene that's um uh close talker what's the name judge reinhold and he's in this for like a hot second and i would like to officially call him <laughs> today's chick in the bucket because agreed you get i'd
1: say you get, one of two okay who's no, the other i think uh i think cory feldman is another chick in the bucket oh like, yeah we, we, we kind
3: of we see him in the... fighting from the <laughs> right. window right Yeah, that's right. about and it, it yeah. just
1: kind of like instead of just closing the window <laughs> <Right>. actually <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, a, gonna
3: go uh, go ahead i'm gonna go with Reinhold. i am gonna go with him being the chicken the bucket because honestly as many times as i've seen gremlins every time i watch them, i'm like oh He's in this? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Why? I forgot. I mean, Hold you on. Don't, why? Yeah, you don't even see him interacting with the gremlins. Like, there, there should be no. shots of him like, get away from me. Hey, you get away. Don't you know <laughs> yeah. who I am? I'm the bank manager. Brr.
2: Yeah. Cutting room floor, baby. Yeah. I, yeah. Let me tell you something about the whole Feldman deal. It's fine that he's in it, and it's interesting to see him at such a young age doing his early work and all that, but I uh, I, I think, I don't understand the idea of a, four, a 17-year-old kid in high school who's got a neighbor <laughs> buddy who's like nine. Like, what's that right, about? Who comes
1: over, hops up in the attic, and sits there while you take your shirt off and, you know, change your clothes in your attic. Yeah, none of that. None <laughs> of that felt right.
2: I was like, what yeah, are we doing here, they, guys? What they is play, this?
3: They played light. They played very loose with teenage reality in this movie. From that and Phoebe Cates working down at the local bar under age is the only <laughs> bartender. I'm like, and, what and is
0: and this? And just serving a bunch of gremlins because they showed up. Like, do they have <laughs> yeah. money? Right, Why are you exactly. doing this?
1: Well, and how do you know what they want? All they say is yum yum and glow. Yeah, and and, uh, yep. That yep. That, and that
0: is that is my that is my moment in this movie where, like ET, I just go no, mm. I I'm sorry, mm. this That's... this doesn't hold up. <laughs> mm. I, I know it's supposed to just be outrageous and cute, mm. right? But well, and I, if I, it's too much, and mm. if we're
1: talking about that scene. Um, right. Isn't beer mostly water? Like, yes, shouldn't, they, shouldn't as they're drinking
0: just but, like stuff be popping out of them? Left there aren't <laughs> there aren't a bunch of gizmos in there. There's a bunch of stripes in there. Yeah,
2: right? but they and, but yeah. but they get and, wet and, too, right? I mean, the, the yeah. whole thing at the yeah. end. I, I think they could have. Yes, yeah, those, my, my those rules are pretty shaky. Don't yeah, don't look at the rules. That is what I'm saying. The rules are very shaky, and it's and it's yeah. the one of the things you got to park at the door. I like to think that this entire thing, as narrated by the father, because the whole thing's sandwiched with his. A beginning of you won't believe this story and at the end well that's the story like that i think in my head because if there's so much here you have to like go okay when well, no, i wait this creature exists but the world isn't freaking out about it it's not being studied at the freaking nsa like what like what is this right. it's all in this guy's imagination he's just
1: telling a tale and and i'm and oh, I'm, I, like I think that. i'm okay with it they, by the that way that guy, um, guy hoy Axton is yeah. uh responsible for two of three dog night's biggest hits uh mm-hmm. first one is well i never been to spain well i never been to spain oh. but i kind of like the music <laughs> yeah. and uh joy to the world by three doug knight was also written it... by hoyt axton
3: oh. and he has got the best voice I he mean, does have I... the best voice yes <laughs> there is nobody i would rather tell me a scary christmas story than hoyt axton yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he I was great he it.
2: died way too soon in 99 age of 61 rest in peace. My, yeah.
0: my i love i just noticed his bio <laughs> he was born in oklahoma and he died in montana that just sounds wow. right to me <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, let's see, the last thing he did
3: was. Oh, this is all music. He just still. What do you, what do you think? Gun. What do you think killed him? One of those juicers? What do you think? Is, have, oh my God! Uh, the invention of all
1: the. Yeah, of all okay, the which is what okay, finally
3: did him in.
0: Yeah. That's the the subplot of this movie is about a crazy inventor at home who yeah, is, yeah. is ruining the family, basically spending all of their resources, wasting all of their resources mm-hmm. on nothing. He's <laughs> but, he's making crazy broken yeah. crap. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I love about this family and it's one of the things I loved about the story of the Adams family is even though the dad is just an absolute goof the the family buys into his inventions 100 percent even though they know, they're probably gonna break on him.
2: Yeah, that they, love, that love and going. support coming out of his wife is genuine and 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 yeah. lovely. I always enjoy that when she's like, "This, I don't know if we can drink this," and he goes, "You don't think we can drink this?" Huh? And <laughs> like, and they're smiling yeah. and laughing. There's kind of a, I don't know, there's something I always liked about that as right. well. I'm glad you brought she that up, but I don't know where the she family roll income.
1: her eyes at him. You know, she she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, "Okay, well, all right, I'll just make orange juice the regular way or something like that." But she always uses his inventions. And she, there's tries. That scene, mm-hmm. she tries. She and, tries, and there's that scene with the. Uh, the remote control phone answering thing that I, I feel like I feel like Tina experiences this every time she tries to use our <laughs> echo uh, <laughs> <laughs> to do anything where <laughs> it's like god dang it Brian replaced all of our remotes with this yes. talking to this damn you know yeah, uh, stupid
2: talking is, machine is your name yeah but yeah <laughs> She's like, just give me a remote, like I used just to have.
3: Stand up and change Any, the channel. Yeah. Anyone yeah. who lives with a technophile who's always manipulating things like that, they can definitely relate to this uh, sure. to that relationship. Yeah. It's it's a lot of, I, I like I said, I would love to see more movies where families just absolutely support each other. It always seems like they use, it always seems like writers use that is the conflict point, and it's yeah. always the family conflict. And I prefer, I, I really like to see that where a family is a unit. And the conflict is outside
1: yep. of that.
3: Yeah, totally. And,
1: and a lesser movie would make the the climax of the film dependent on one of those inventions finally working and yes. and yes. getting rid of the last gremlin, you know? Right. right.
3: What was it? What was it? The, uh, the bathroom buddy? Is that what he had? That was, oh my gosh, that was a disaster. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I wrote down in my notes, I could easily fit a toothbrush, toothpaste, razor, comb, yeah. and right, uh, right. nail clippers in a bag half that size.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's so weird. I, I don't understand what his inventions are just like, I'm going to take three or four different things that all live in the same part of the house and stick them together. Yep. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys frequently travel with a dental mirror? No, 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 no why? No. why, why? I, 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 do you guys even you. own a dental mirror? No.
3: <laughs> I, I do. No, so, <laughs> no. Do you don't have a dental mirror. I have a,
1: I have a mirror on a long, like a, a telescoping rod that I can use. Like if I'm working on a computer, and I can like get in the back and it's got like a little magnet on the other end. So if I right. drop a screw I can get it, but I don't have one that, that's well, made for the I, bathroom.
3: I'm yeah. I'm all about the gift sets. So he was selling right to the right demographic if you was selling sure. to me. Because sure. I, I like the gift sets. i Have ever actually used it? I think once mm-hmm. when I was like, my throat is sore. Yeah. Let me see what I can see back here. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I had that kind of crap. Yeah. I even have a single blade razor and all that crap. I just I like those. I use
2: my phone and my gifts. wife now. So I'll say, Honey, here's my phone. Turn on the flashlight feature. The flashlight comes on and then she'll look down my throat and say, No, it doesn't look red. Okay. And then I move on. Like that's my yeah. she's my Man, invention. Bathroom buddy. Yeah, she's my bathroom buddy.
3: I am actually thinking about getting a water pick. I mean I've got I've got the I love the bathroom buddy. But I got I got like, you know, I got the electric toothbrush. I got all the little dental stuff. I wanna I want a water pick too. You guys don't oh, I have a water, a water
2: pick. I love mine, it's great. All right. Yeah, it's See? the best. That thing. I have it on max. So here's what you do: you start low, like two, three levels in that thing, because right. it'll freaking you tear go to, your gums. Then you go asunder. to gum bleed. Yeah, because it'll hurt. Because it'll it'll laser your gums you apart up to it. when you're not yeah. used to yeah. it. So you build up, and now I'm on the max setting, and it is glorious. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>
3: I love Scott's it. in the bathroom, water's splashing all out of his mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like sp- it's like pressure washing your face. Food it's particles. It's amazing.
0: You know, you know what's weird is this inventor guy goes to an inventor convention
1: and He's oh, standing yeah. there on the phone and Robbie the Robot is right there. Yes. Yep. Right. Wow. Did are you you're not impressed? Yeah. So Robbie the Robot's great. Did you also see the, Um, they had the time machine. They had the like the original. Yes, menu. yes, from mm-hmm. H- Wells. And yeah. so yeah. the first scene they're all looking at it, and there's a guy sitting in it and then they cut to a close-up of, of Hoyt Axton's face or the, or the mom and they mm-hmm. cut back and the time machine is gone and there's a God. bunch of people standing there scratching mm-hmm. their heads. There, there the
3: is, that is Dante, Joe That's, Dante humor. Yep. That, that is, yeah, exactly. Yeah
1: best background there, joke ever. Yeah, bunches good.
0: bunches of things like that. If you when if there's a TV playing in the background, you got to pay attention to what's being said oh, on that right.
1: TV. Yeah. Cuz yeah. There, there's
3: something weird and jokey. It's relevant
1: and, and yep, exactly. Yeah. If was, you want to have a
3: good if you want to really if you rewatch Burbs and watch for all the background stuff. Do nothing but watch for the background stuff mm-hmm. and then watch it again and you will catch so many things that were that get tied together. Okay, oh, do I have to? You have got to watch it at least three times to enjoy the burbs <laughs> to full capacity. Come on, this, is Randy. A, this is
0: a movie, right? Watch we could, movies.
3: We yeah. could yeah. sack it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we totally Owls. could sack the burbs. Yeah. The burbs. Jeez, okay. I love I would love to sack the burbs. Yeah. Okay. Brian
2: Brian is always looking for excuses to watch the burbs again anyway, but uh, Any, yeah, anytime. L- like, let's do it. I like the burbs a lot. I you know, right. I'm I'm being reminded here that I really like early Joe Dante. I, I did not like small soldiers though. I thought that movie. There was something mean about it, and that's funny yeah. to say because you'd think like the guy behind Gremlins could take sentient toys and do a similar thing.
3: And that's some... what's that's what's great about Gremlins is having Spielberg temper yeah. Joe Dante's kind of he he can have a little bit of a mean spirit. In yeah, that uh, yeah. in that humor, so I think it worked really? out. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really? Are you kidding me yeah. here? I, but <laughs> Christmas Eve is that really the right day to have an inventors convention? No. Who's the, who's the jackass <laughs> no. that scheduled that? That's my whole point. I think he just told this story. This is all bullshit. Like, and also
2: at an inventors convention, nobody invented Robbie the robot. I think there was hoping a whole generation of people had right. no idea what that was. And
1: oh, I was I, I was you get... thought Robbie the robot Robbie the robot was an inventor because he was on yeah, the phone yeah. for a little while talking to somebody next what? to him like <laughs> Not, and, and, and let's. I mean,
0: let's just run down some of the movies this movie references. Give me a trope alert. It's oh, a trope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. It's All right. The, All right. It's the shout-out trope. So let's see. There's an ET reference in yeah. the store mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Uh, Stripe is hiding among dolls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a Close Encounters of the Third Kind reference. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, obviously a time machine. Oh, we just talked about that. Oh, you know what? There's Rubby. a big.
2: Uh, there's a big Spielberg reference because that theater that blows up. Uh, yeah. Was also the Marty McFly theater. That whole set was the right. Marty McFly. Well, yeah, theater. The, yeah.
1: That opening scene. I had to go back. I was like, Tina, that's that's totally Hill Valley. That's like there's the clock tower. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's all in there. And they burned down right after, it. right after filming uh, Back to the Future Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if it was from that that blowing up. I don't know because the years so are then, weird. I don't know how they. So explain then, my
0: it. favorite reference in the whole film is when uh, Dad goes to the shop at the beginning. And the old Chinese guy's son is dressed exactly like Short Round.
4: Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He's
1: wearing China Short Round. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wait a minute. Where did this... So this was 1984. Yep. Right. When did uh, Temple of Doom come out? 84. 84. Same year. Okay. So it was, uh, yeah. So, all right. So it was just like, well, we've only got one. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, one wardrobe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Who knows? It could have been that or it could have been an homage, but... The other thing I liked is when they show the cinema in town, they're showing two movies, A Boy's mm-hmm. Life and Watch the Skies. These were right. both working titles for Spielberg's E.T. and Close Encounters. Uh, a Boy's Life was the original title for E.T. and Watch the Skies was Close Encounters, which is
3: crazy. I love that. That kind yeah. of stuff is and, great. And, and, and anytime, anytime, more, I can, anytime I can slide in a uh, a Riptide connection, uh, Chin Lee was the character John Louis played in Riptide. Oh, all right. Yeah. I like Riptide. You know, you
2: and I have a fandom for a show that no one else cares about. I like, I like Riptide a lot. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Riptide. And, Randy, you and were saying. Just,
0: just one more thing. I felt like, and I can't prove this because I haven't done the the homework, but I felt like Jerry Goldsmith was also referencing other movies mm-hmm. at yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And there were there were several times when I just got this feeling like, is that a is that little bit of this score a reference to Twilight Zone? I think it is. I yeah. think I just I Could think be. I just little... heard a reference to Poltergeist. I'm not 100% sure cuz like I say it would take a lot of work to go figure it out.
3: Yeah, no, I agree with it, you. It's there.
0: Yeah. It felt like Jerry Goldsmith was in on this reference <laughs> all the movies thing too. It's yeah. really good
2: too. It's yeah. it's um it is the thing that gives it the most Spielberg Spielbergian tone. The music is just like straight up Spielberg when that Gremlins, uh, or when uh, Mugwai freaking Gizmo, Gizmo is fly- <laughs> is uh, flying through the department store in that little car. Uh, that car scene and that music is just like, oh my gosh, Steven Spielberg's yeah. like farted on. I was scene. thinking,
1: and I was thinking, total missed opportunity for them to do an, an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's in that car. And, like, there's a basketball that, that falls down in the sporting goods section. If they would have had that basketball kind of chasing him like the big boulder at the beginning of yes. uh, Raiders, they easily could have, like, it would have taken 10 seconds for them to, like, work that in. Missed opportunity. Oh, oh yeah.
0: and the brutal murder of the disabled woman on the wheelchair stairs.
2: <laughs> I love that scene so much. Uh, that
0: I, yeah. What was that? Like, I felt like I'd seen something really similar to that before from a Spielberg film. That's it. Or a oh, Hitchcock really? film, yeah. right? It it's looks very, very Hitchcocky. Familiar.
2: Yeah, I would yeah. Agree, I would agree yeah. with that. But it, it, that, I love that, that, that freaking,
1: scene. I freaking, freaking love it.
0: Freaking brutal! I can't believe <laughs> that was in this movie. Uh, well, now, and
1: let's let's talk about that really quickly. Randy, Chris, At some point, at some point, we do have to talk about the sequel, which I love. I'm 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 one of those oh, yeah. rare people who really loves the sequel. I don't know if well, maybe not rare, but Joe Dante thinks it's way better than the first, so he's with which you. Which blows yeah, my yeah. mind. I think I like it better, or I like it, but I don't know if I like it more. But one of the first things that um Phoebe Kate's character says when she goes to visit uh or when she, you know, she and uh, Billy uh meet up after work is that wow, you know that all those horrible things happened way back in uh Kingston Falls or wherever it's called and nobody mm. it's amazing nobody died. And, and like right, you think right, yourself right. how did how did Flo but, guess my grit right. flow survive yeah, that <laughs> she had, had Holiday
3: survive that Yeah. cuz i i think that was a little bit of uh I think she was remembering it incorrectly. Yeah. So I'm with you because that that what the Mandela effect again. within a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because people died. Futterman's the Futterman's did not make it after getting run over by that. By oh, that no. Oh, actually
2: right. appear in the sequel. Oh, oh they you're do, right. Yeah, I guess but, they did. But the They're way the... They, they really do leave them in a grim place, if, if there right, was no right. sequel, you would assume they were dead
1: easily yeah yeah because the way they and they, really, them. they
3: really didn't show miss deagle being dead they just showed her out on the ground in her little they chair, showed her like so... sticking
1: up and not moving and i think right. that's something that like you know if you're writing a movie and you want to <laughs> just give it a subtle indication that well maybe she's not dead you'd like see a foot twitch or something yeah. right
3: <laughs> there is something no, about i it, liked though. her character because she was she was such uh you know the character from the wizard of
1: oz she totally uh, was yeah so and I mean, they do I, everything I, but make it. You, do, 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 yeah. when she shows up on screen. <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
0: Love that. <laughs> and and can't, can't, like every time we'd mention Phoebe Cates, I just want a trope alert. Um, oh wow, hold on. She, a K- Phoebe Cates trope alert. <laughs> she's such a trope. She is the love interest. She is the girl who works at the next slot over at the bank. Who at the beginning of the film doesn't really have much to do with anything and gets roped into it, but still like. Her, everything about her is so tropey. It's it's kind of sad. Like I Does I it... wish like if if I was gonna remake this film, I'd have our lead character die. Like he would get killed <laughs> by the uh, what's his name? I'm I'm, for, I'm forgetting the name of our lead character. Uh, uh, Billy. Stripe. Billy. Billy. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Billy. I, I'd have Zach. I'd have Zach Galligan die because he's too dumb to live. And then I, I would have uh, Phoebe Cates take over. The murdering but, of all the Gremlins,
3: but Which that's thing, that's part two, isn't it? That doesn't stick a uh, still.
0: Step- I have no home? idea. Isn't that what I have is? no idea. Right. But I'm just saying. And by the way, it turns out this is my first viewing of Gremlins. Um, wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. All right.
2: Uh, I surprising.
0: I really thought I'd seen it before, but there was not a moment watching this movie where I remembered anything. Uh, but. I just felt like she was such a trope. And at the end, when they kiss, oh, I wanted to throw something at the freaking screen.
2: Well, <laughs> really? The, the, I, it's I fine. This. It's fine. The th- yeah. four, fourth high, highest grossing film of that year, by the way. It was uh, beh- and it was Tough a big year. 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 Big year, yeah. yeah. So you had, ahead of that, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You had, oh, I don't know what the other three were. But yeah, okay. it, it did really well that year. <laughs>
0: Killed it. Can mm-hmm. we talk about nineteen eighty four for just a second? Because sure, we sure we have before, but I, I love the what's your favorite movie of these? Uh like you know, nineteen eighty four was a huge year for every for people having a favorite movie, like for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember yeah. I remember people saying for years and years that Temple of Doom was their favorite movie they'd ever seen. And that was the year of Ghostbusters and the Terminator and the Karate Kid and Amadeus and a nightmare on elm street was 1984 mm-hmm. like th- does anybody have like that thing where that year you got cemented into loving a movie for a decade
1: uh, there, absolutely th- there's is. a ton i mean um night of the comet 16 candles footloose uh, the, freaking... the footloose the first uh, nightmare on elm street candle. red dawn
3: yeah yeah uh, so uh, many of it influenced me but ghostbusters <laughs> ruled tab. my ghostbusters ruled my life through, through the whole '80s. Hey, that, that's that
2: good. Comedy, this opened the same weekend, yeah. by the way, same exact weekend as Gremlins, yeah, which yeah. seems crazy. Comedy,
3: comedy horror yeah. was was huge right then, that's, and that's what set me on to that that whole fascination with the with the with the comedy horror type films. And I just
1: haven't stopped. Haven't Spinal stopped. Tap was that year. Geez, sixteen yeah, candles. Uh, and probably of all these, that might be my favorite in the list. I mean, I love Ghostbusters, and I love uh Indiana Jones, and you know, but. Um, we're
0: we're good, we're reaching a point where I can't name more than one or two comedies in a year. Like 2017, name the great comedies. 1984 had Police Academy and Top Secret was 1984. <laughs> and Bat- Top. Yep. Bachelor Party was 1984. And... Oh,
1: that doesn't hold up. Don't watch oh, Bachelor Party. I hear you. I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai was 1984. Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, yeah. yeah. You look at this list, and it is it is seriously. It just feels like uh, such a snapshot in time, like a, a, yeah, 12 yeah. months of films that would endure forever. Yeah, yeah.
2: lots of them. And there's it's some financial. we're not even mentioning that are smaller, like, you know, Starman and and uh, The Muppets Take Manhattan. I mean, these are smaller, less impactful, maybe over time. But even, Red even,
1: <laughs> even Chud, freaking
2: Chud came out that year, right. dude.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know. We could almost do Film Sack. For you know, like make the entirety of 2018 only doing movies from 1984 that we oh, haven't so done easy. yet, and we'd still have plenty. The to year of
2: 1984.
1: <laughs> Did we some... still haven't watched Firestarter for film sack. Buckaroo Banzai's film sackable. Repo Man. Yeah, so yeah. much. Uh, Romancing so much the Stone. Do. I can't believe it. It, but to tumble. me, Revenge
2: of the Nerds doesn't feel like it was in the same era as The Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah, I don't it, know why. It felt yeah. more like the 70s,
3: didn't it? because yeah. we were yeah. still like Porkies. It felt very akin to that time
2: frame i agree anyway 84 man what what a year and this is one of them and it was the fourth highest grossing that year which is which is pretty damn good uh some other interesting bits of trivia here you got your uh uh one of the studio notes to oh i love this one of the studio notes to director joe dante and producer steven spielberg on seeing the first cut was that there were too many gremlins spielberg in the most ultimate like sarcastic comeback Suggested cutting them all out and calling the film "People." I
3: think that's amazing.
2: nice. <laughs> wow, yes.
3: that's back. I, to you all. know, I'm going to have to go with the studio uh, in some instance because the bar scene—they hung out there way too long, giving us these different characterizations and different themes of Gremlins. And this time around, that part to me didn't really hold up.
2: Well, I, I, I mean, did, why are I they didn't. drink? I have this question: Why are they drinking? Why are they?
3: pretending to play poker and dressing up like gangsters and ladies and stuff what is the point the gremlins are very much into popular culture whether it be old new or whatever they all felt like they needed something to stand out Uh, yeah but they were they were born like eight hours ago like two seconds ago
2: yeah i i I don't get that like i I never really understood it i understand the comedy effect and there's the one in like the leg warmers doing
3: like the you know the the flash dance. flash Flash dance yeah
1: there was the, only uh, there
3: was only two that I kind of chuckled at, and that was the Flash Dance. And I did like later on. Uh, I always laugh when I see the Flasher, the Flasher Gremlin, oh, the, the Flasher. Flasher. Yeah, I the like, Flasher I don't dude. know.
1: My yeah. my favorite uh, of all the Gremlins is the one with the little hand puppets that's going.
3: Yes, I'm a puppet. doing puppets. And he's
2: talking to like that mob boss looking one. Yeah, there there's some. I mean. I'm I guess I yeah. like and don't like it. Like I I don't know why they ha- like story or lore, or, you know, canon wise it kind of gets it scratches all the wrong itches, but but okay. I I kind of like that they did that I, and the carolers are the freaking best and I hope they, you know, if they're yeah. making they're making a 3, by the way, this is happening. Uh right. Gremlins 3 directed by uh doesn't say yet, they're still picking a director, maybe Dante, who knows, mm. but uh Chris I'd Columbus is to on to to write it. And uh, rumor is the dude, the kid, is is back in. Uh, is that...
1: Uh, really? Is that Gilligan? Yeah.
2: Galligan? Gilligan. Really? Gilligan. Yeah. Well,
3: I got to have me some Feldman up in there. Come on.
2: So you know that's going to be a, <laughs> a... That's not going to be puppets this time, man. You're going to have some serious CGI. Oh, God, I
3: hope not because that's the whole passion about the the creepiness of of the puppets is, <laughs> right, is what, what great, makes it so good
1: it's that great stop-motion scene of all of them coming down the street and it's like yeah. so like one frame per second of all yes. these which, which, to- yeah. which like i
0: i want to i want to push back a little bit on it, you know it doesn't hold up that all the gremlins are putting themselves in costumes that are tropes from old movies and stuff because you got to remember, this is a film for twelve-year-olds made in 1983. Sure, like sure. that, that the the thinking was, we have to make sure this is joyful and funny to a twelve-year-old in order to get people to come see this movie. And like I, I get that. I, I felt like the, I was bothered by it, yes, but I also forgave it all the way across the board because there is a 12-year-old boy in me who was just thrilled at all of the nonsense where they're t- laying down under a beer tap. Who hasn't wanted to do that? Everybody. But <laughs> then <laughs> his little belly's you know, filling up. And... Yeah. So
2: maybe you so can only fun. get the, the beer... Oh, yeah, they were getting beer everywhere, though. They should have been spawning yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. extra gremlins constantly. They, and, and, they kind of, and, and they kind of... Very loosely, he says uh, earlier, Billy says to his teacher i believe it is he says yeah just ordinary water so he emphasizes that it's ordinary water so only maybe only pure water or something so look i'm trying to excuse the stupid rules yeah (laughs) no they're dumb rules they're dumb they're dumb rules by the way i love his teachers and his his teacher getting getting whacked you know you don't see his head anymore He
1: apparently oh, right. didn't yeah. Apparently he didn't die. Yeah, I guess uh, not. No, Gremlins I guess he did. But lived. it does it does harken back to our uh our, our original film sack checklist. Black guy dies first. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 Well, black guy gets a and that was gets a, a, long, a syringe in run, his butt though.
2: first. That's a, that's the new one. Syringe yeah, in the butt right. first goes to that black Well, guy.
1: It, exactly. Yeah. If 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 uh Gremlins 2 is to be believed, then he wasn't killed, he was just <laughs> sedated with a hypodermic needle. Hold on. Picture. In 2 did people die in 2 cuz I have never seen 2. I've
2: never seen the uh-huh. sequel.
1: Oh, my God. You've, we've, yeah, we've got to watch two then. Because two, the great thing about two is it becomes a parody of one. Okay. It, it breaks the fourth wall so many times to it's make fun of Hellboy. the original
2: Gremlins movie. Mm. All right. I'm in. And, is there a microwave yeah. again? Somebody gets popped in
3: a microwave? So,
2: so Glenn, uh, Glenn,
3: right. Mm. I hope so. Mm. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Tur- Turman, Roy Hanson, was it Mr. Hansen? Was that, is the, that the right actor? Yeah yeah no i mean in, in this movie oh he was actually in he was he was in super 8 that was oh, Di- really? yeah oh he's the he i know the guy Dr. Woodard.
2: yeah he's the yeah. one that's uh that's discovered the the controversy and sh- finds mm-hmm. the kids out the. he's all in, in the wreck in the truck
0: in, yep. in, in guys, super eight guys scott has seen super eight more than once
3: oh i've seen super right? eight a
0: lot i love
3: super eight i think super eight's <laughs> awesome before we, before we move on too far we've, we've been doing all the the actors uh proper oh, but yeah. there's a lot of voice acting in this from mogwai uh uh which is howie mandel for the most part right that's mm-hmm. mm, yep. that's mostly him and then but then we have michael winslow doing right. Mogwai and gremlin's <laughs> voice of police
1: academy yeah you know, peter cullen was, mm-hmm. the yeah, same again we got... the same year the police academy came out so this wasn't it wasn't like michael winslow was a known property Right. by anybody at that point yeah right
2: that's true you can always tell the ones with, that were um what's his name who does uh megatron um <laughs> yeah not yeah. peter Cullen, Cullen, the other guy oh peter Cullen's in there no peter no, peter, Cullen, peter, yeah welker that's it frank welker's in it mm-hmm. and he does all of that eh, like that stuff mm-hmm. and you can hear it it's almost like Star Scream. freaking get your ass over here <laughs> his voice is always so familiar to me but yeah it's it is interesting they tapped you know working Mostly in animation, but working voice actors and and cast uh, Bob them.
0: Bergen is one of them yeah and uh if you don't if you don't recognize that name, he was the later voice of Porky Pig, mhm. Right, among right. many many other things. Ebide, Yep,
2: that's how that went. <laughs> ab-a-day, ab-a-day, ab-a-day. Uh, this, this was probably Corey Feldman before he was soiled by some dirty bastard in the business of Hollywood.
3: Right. So that's the right. worst, or, uh, the worst abuse he got was being dressed up in a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Which that okay? So that that's part of the charm of the film, and I I really want to talk about that. Weren't you all just taken aback by the snow on the ground and the Christmas tree lot? and that costume oh my gosh i want that christmas tree costume the christmas tree
3: they, well, i want to live in that general, town the, yeah.
0: the small yeah. town people
1: right i mean you got the 30 30 looking guy with the white uh, beard and the and the pipe who goes and you know gets his hand stuck in the uh, uh the mailbox presumably a gremlin in there I, I gotta bring up one other actor that i'm amazed we haven't brought up yet it blew me away because as soon as i saw him i'm like oh my god is that him it's um Jonathan Banks, uh, yes. Mike Ermintrout Trout from uh, Breaking Bad, is the deputy. <laughs> oh what? yeah, Giffey yeah, deputy yeah! Deputy. What? Yeah. He's the and one you...
2: freaking out. You're kidding me. <laughs> I'm nope. not kidding. Nope. Yeah, nope. So, as soon as you see it in the
1: in the sheriff yeah. station, like, oh my god, I think that's Jonathan Banks. And I pulled up IMDb immediately. Yeah. Like, yep. Like that's amazing. And, and- Oh, and right in, the center,
3: yeah.
0: right in the center of the trope, man, that the, the trope of police are useless. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Worse right. than useless, corrupt and ignoring and expecting free Christmas trees and just. Right. Yes. <laughs> they were the worst. <laughs> I paid for mine, Bob. <laughs>
0: right. I, yeah. I read a summary of the extras from the DVD and Joe Dante actually talks about this trope and mm. how you have to make the, the police useless because that's how sci-fi has to go. If the right, police are sense. competent, then sci-fi isn't as mysterious and fun. But when right. the police uh, don't believe you and, uh, you know, they call things uh, impossible and so on, then you engage the audience in knowing something the authorities don't.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. That's, and these guys were, come on, man they were terrible <laughs> oh terrible worst and, yeah bad cops the funny He's thing done. about this Find small more... town stuff is that they your town has to be pretty small to hire only uh high school kids to work at the
3: bank <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the bar and the... Exactly. poor know. phoebe
3: Kate. she's got two jobs yep. barely Everybody's holding it down the bank. They're yep. bringing... yeah yep. oh, uh, aside really from rough.
1: the parents are we in a situation movie situation where all all adults are idiots Pretty close.
3: Every everybody except for Don Steele rocking Ricky Rialto. He's a genius.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants to
3: he wants to bring out the hoses to get rid of the gremlins if they come <laughs> right, back.
1: Exactly. Yes. Well, he you doesn't, know. It. He yeah, doesn't he didn't, know the rules.
3: Yeah, he didn't know the rules yeah. yet. Don Don Steele uh, from Death Race Two Thousand. He he made a career at being that annoying announcer guy, mm. radio personality. Sure, well, and
0: you can't even you can't even call grandfather Mister Wing. You can't call him smart because he should have never
1: given the gremlin to anybody. Right. Could, look, why is he keeping dumb... that in front of the store anyway? Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, that true. was I That's couldn't figure out
3: material right there. Right. Mm. I couldn't figure out if he was if he was genuinely disappointed or if he was trying to pull us along what what exactly what is was his motives because he certainly could have put an end to this he didn't yeah. have to let that happen he kind of he felt like he kind of knew but maybe he was trying to teach his grandson a lesson and maybe. maybe the white man too i don't know it was i couldn't quite put my finger on what he was trying to do
1: and is there and is there an example of a movie with rules where you know you know at any point where you're given a movie with rules right don't cross the streams or don't oh, right. you know whatever what happens what happens Exactly. Bad things, Ray. Bad things. <laughs> um, if Is there any example of a movie where the main characters break the rules so quick, they barely get the thing home, and <laughs> they're yeah, already, like, so have been blinded by a flashbulb Usually, already Usually, like, yeah. You're right. Usually the weird movie
0: rule is the source of mystery for a long time in the film. You're like, right. what's going to happen? What's When's this going to go wrong? Yeah, right. And, yeah, this movie doesn't wait a minute.
1: No, I nope. mean they—they they break every single rule. I think within the right first twenty-four hours of, of having the damn Well,
2: thing. the original plan, according to trivia, was that Stripe would be giz, Gizmo would turn into Stripe and. Uh, oh, really? And he would be converted back later or something, and
1: like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and they changed their minds, but
1: um, I mean, you could Good see move.
2: after you pooped out a bunch of those new ones, you could see like, oh yeah, these are fine. These, look at these, mm-hmm. and and the, mm-hmm. again, that you have to like, why isn't. Why is it only his spawn
1: that turn into evil things, and why did he never like the do Xerox that? Effect, it's right? The Xerox effect. It's the copy of a copy is always less, uh, uh, less, or is more inferior. Well, and mm. and
0: so there's there's two different rules you're you're kind of conflating here, right? If you get him wet, he he doubles. Mm-hmm. If you feed him after midnight, they go into that pupil stage because they've now got right. the night energy.
1: To turn into bad ground oh yeah i forgot about that i forgot about the i forgot about <laughs> the, the, the fel, midnight. Yeah. dark fell power or something yeah uh, exactly of which right, right. all right you can't, can't feed them after midnight what's the what's the end point like oh at 8 a.m yeah that, that, was that, always, ball, that was always that was always the, the
3: five <laughs> that's always been the worst rule all the other rules the other two rules suck but the not feeding them after midnight doesn't make no sense it's like but wait what do you mean because what if you're talking about a different time zone? Right, exactly. What if you end? live
1: on the border of Eastern time to Central time and right. you drive them across the border, all of a and sudden, then it, they, yeah. This reset. Then it started
3: making me question Cinderella, and it's like, oh, but <laughs> I'm like, this is not good. We should, oh, yeah. this is a Don't bad kidding. rule. Bad Don't rule. Kidding. Right. Don't well, do it.
2: uh, yeah, it, it's a bad rule. There's a lot of bad rules, and uh, they're yeah. bad at breaking them, and that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, hey, uh, I'm gonna hey. say this grossest part. Will you guys have an idea here?
1: Oh,
3: Ooh. oh, let me see. Wait, wait, wait. I have my show notes. Where to put it's it? Gotta got to be, it's
1: gotta be. It's gotta no. be Wasn't there, Did somebody get some no, splattered slime in the it's, mouth?
0: It's gotta be early on when when Scott first sees all the the clones of Mogwai uh, eating chicken.
3: Nope. Uh, eating chicken no, in the box nope. scene. That, not, so, not oh, that is good. Oh yeah, that the is a good time. one. However, yeah. nope. I'm gonna side with the gross. Toothpaste product that comes
1: out of the uh, the bathroom.
0: <laughs> so bad. It yeah. doesn't even look like toothpaste.
3: Yeah,
1: that wow. stuff's pretty well, gross. But still not cream, there. I think of the second uh, during the the Razor Buddy uh, segment.
2: Okay. Yeah, that was pretty
1: bad. But that's oh, well, still it gets not a it. lot of that in his mouth. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Nobody wants shaving cream in your mouth, dude. No. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I'm sure that okay, wasn't. Sit.
3: That was probably uh, the other stuff. Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, Billy eating Skittles drinking a coke and a sandwich on the bed next to the dog was no, it? no 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 because i could actually visualize myself doing
2: that sometime i can, i could totally catch myself eating by the way i did this last night the, the irony was not lost on me i watched the movie very late because we had a very busy day yesterday uh and i didn't finish till like 12 30 so it was you know after midnight and i went upstairs and i noticed the kids had been to mcdonald's and for some reason there was an untouched mcdouble in there and so i <laughs> ate it <laughs> At like uh, twelve forty-five. I know, and it, it gave me dreams all night. It was a dumb idea, but the point is, that's I turned myself into my own kind of gremlin this morning, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, uh, still not there. So, the grossest thing for me was whatever spit out of one of them onto the floor, uh, yeah. when it when
1: it spit oh, on Mugwai when, um, when Stripe spit on the, the one who was uh, yes. playing video. No, he it's, was playing video, he was, he was playing that awesome old donkey Kong. oh yeah, yeah the dude mini-kay. oh i wanted yeah, one of those so bad things. that particular yeah. one
2: i never had it but but yeah he's he they're still kind of in fuzzy cute form mm-hmm. and stripe while no one's looking spits on Mugwai, who's on the floor or spits on gizmo yeah. uh and does this long stream and it's like a projectile stream the of worst. brown <laughs> ugh, it's just disgusting it was like you know what it's like it's like chew somebody's chew yeah, yeah. tobacco. Or chow. Yeah, somebody's like between their tooth and gum or their cheek and gum kind of problem. It was real foul, and that's what grossed me out. So there you go. You guys were all getting there. The the movie's got plenty of gross, but most of it's, you know, special effects gross. That particular thing was just like, ugh, it's like a it's like a gerbil projectile shit across the room
3: or something. It was awful. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
2: I'll
3: tell you one thing that I liked about this movie back in 84 when I was a kid uh, was when they went into the the shopping center the store and they were going down those toy aisles and it was all of the toys that you would see in that time frame mm-hmm. so you had a lot of there was a lot of mattel stuff there was i guess they must have probably had some tie-ins and stuff but mattel the barbie the midnight horse that barbie used to drive i never learned any of those things but there was a whole bunch of other toys mm-hmm. uh that were there did you guys see anything that was like oh yeah i used to love that i wish i still had that toy. well all ibit looks like, for is uh micronauts and they micronauts, weren't that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a green machine. that <laughs> yeah. was
1: like my you know loved my green machine yeah me too love the green
2: machine oh i had one too dude i love my freaking green machine why yeah. did they call it that just because it was green yeah because it was uh, green and the machine rhymes with it well and they couldn't, and they couldn't <laughs> call machine. it they couldn't call it uh big wheel because that was some other brand right right yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. 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 I loved mine. Oh my gosh, it was the best. I also Those thought ones. Micronauts were cool. It's weird how parallel we are on the on the toys we liked. I mean, by this time, '84, my life was just stacked full of Star Wars toys, like just everywhere. Millennium right. Falcons here, and a and a half eaten, dog chewed Luke Skywalker over there, and <laughs> you know, so so it felt like my toys my toy decisions were always pre made for me after Star Wars movies started to happen. I just, mm-hmm. I just never, I was never tempted by anything else. It felt like during that mm-hmm. era, but who, who knows? Uh, let's see. Oh, the dog getting tied up outside freaked me out. I didn't like that.
1: Oh yeah, like oh. it's. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, I. It, it took rough. a second for me to make sure that that was not a real dog suspended yeah. there. <laughs> but you can <laughs> kind of tell when they start lifting that there that it's, it's just terrible not terrible. Yeah, when <laughs> he
3: pulls him down is real obvious. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. pretty bad. But,
0: but that was that was the other part. The the thing after it in the kitchen with the knives and the microwave was definite. But that was the other thing early in the film that let you know, oh, this is going to be a brutal movie. This is not going to be a you know, a little kid's movie at all. Mm-hmm. Like when you see the dog, it's shocking.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it it is. It's it's uh, maybe it wasn't then, but it is now. I I I saw that was oh my gosh, where's my dog? I just want to hug my dog. Like nobody should (laughs) do a dog. And also, I do not, and I and I mean this. I've seen Gremlins probably six times in my life. Once in the theater, a bunch of times on video, and then now, I did not remember the dad's invention subplot stuff. I had no recollection that he did the crazy inventions that he was. Everything was broken in the house. None of that stayed in my head. And I, I cannot for the life of me figure out why, because it's actually a pretty big part of it. Yeah. But I don't remember you were
3: a it. kid. You didn't care. Parents were just idiots.
0: I guess. Well, and, I guess. And, you know, again, I thought I'd seen this movie, but the thing that really stuck out to me as I guess I haven't was that I knew it was a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I knew that I I that's the reason we're watching it this week. Merry Christmas everybody. <laughs> it's a it's oh, yeah. a and it's a fine Christmas movie. Like as Christmas movies go, I would put it way up there and, and things that you should watch totally. when you're watching a bunch of old movies at Christmas. However, I couldn't recall one thing. Like I couldn't recall that, that everything was snowy or all the, all the Christmas music. There's a ton of Christmas
1: yeah. music in uh, it. Uh, yeah, pretty, loves a uh, baby please come home. Mm-hmm. Great Christmas song. Yeah. yeah. You got
2: what's his name in the middle before the record gets pulled uh I can't think of his name uh the guy that sings a lot, I sing a Sinatra, lot. Uh, uh, no is the uh, gay dude he's gay now johnny mathis uh-huh. johnny mathis
1: oh right yes so when you I was, hear what i hear yeah when i grew up that
2: stuff at my grandma's house that's
1: all that she had on was johnny <laughs> mathis all yep. johnny johnny mathis i'm uh, gonna marry that johnny world.
3: mathis one day
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> One of the greatest Christmas songs ever is Johnny Mathis's uh, "Marshmallow World." It's one of my favorites. Oh, really? But but other than okay, but <laughs> does it have to be at Christmas? Like nobody other than the dog getting strung up by Christmas lights. The um, there's no well, like, the the
3: gift is a Christmas
1: gift. So oh, that, that's, that's true. The, okay, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, and yeah, but it could so be a birthday it, gift, you know? can yeah, they really well. They really wrap it up because we. Why does Why does Phoebe Kate take Christmas? How do you escalate that? So yeah. there's, it's not just a backdrop. It is woven there's, tightly. Okay, well hold I on. Keep talking Ooh. about
1: how much I love the sequel, but there's such a fantastic callback to Phoebe Cates and her and her hatred for Christmas in the sequel that that mm. just like <laughs> won't say anything more because I do want to watch it for film sec. But uh, okay. Oh my lord! I just record. looked at the cast list for
2: the t- two. I didn't know this. Christopher Lee and Robert Picardo are in that thing. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes prominently okay sweet and there's a and there is a donald trump like one of the main characters in two is an absolute parody of donald trump
0: really right right. yeah all right i'm in uh here's here's also does it also take place at christmas
2: yeah that's what i was going to ask is this a christmas movie also or no oh it takes place in new york and
3: i'm
1: trying to remember if there's
3: i don't know if it's it's definitely not as steeped in it I can't yeah, remember right. if it happens at Christmas time or not. Yeah. I just
1: looked through
0: photos from gremlins two, and I'm seeing gremlins that might be dressed for Christmas. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm Christmas seeing-
2: in New York, you know, that's a thing. And I could see that this is basically gremlins take Manhattan is what this should have been called. Right. Right. What yeah. do you do? This is what you did in the eighties. You got a movie. It's about a thing it did what yep. did well oh we need to do a sequel what do you want to do take it to the big city baby exactly and then three
1: <laughs> is when they have a baby and it's uh the, the baby's precocious yeah silly. right yeah. yeah can't
2: wait for three really looking
1: forward to it <laughs> <laughs> um all right what i else? don't know i'm looking at the same photos oh yeah hulk hogan is in is in gremlins yeah. 2 i mean it is kind of funny when you look at at gremlins 2 and and then you look at 2017 and think wow uh <laughs> how was any of this predicted and
2: Right, <laughs> I didn't know he was in that. I guess he was in a lot of stuff, cameo wise, back then. Yeah, he was like the so, the rock without the talent.
1: So
0: speaking of pictures, yeah. uh, I, I have to declare the IMDb photo of the week, oh. without a doubt, is Sheriff Frank, played by Scott Brady. Now mm. Scott Brady was an older man at the time, and he died the next year. He died in 1985 oh. at only the age of 60. Oh. Uh, You got to go see his IMDb photo. So this is a good, he dies a good 15 years before IMDb causes every actor, (laughs) actor's agent to put up a great headshot. Mm -hmm. So you got to give him, you got to give him some, you know, relief for that. But his IMDb photo is at the (laughs) most from the 1960s. It is, it is, it is him at the age of like 30 And I wanna replicate this photo. I want to lose 100 pounds and get a ridiculous spray tan uh, and and go rep replicate this photo and you go like uh lie
1: down on a uh, at the diving board the jumping board at the sahara pool yeah, <laughs> yeah, Vegas. yeah.
0: exactly that's exactly where it is i want you, you guys have to have a hard look...
1: time
2: you're gonna have a hard time finding the sahara i know <laughs> click Boy, on that. click on the fourth uh, so you know how there's photos right under his his yeah, yeah, profile yeah click on the fourth one over where he's leaning on a wall that is the most yeah. stupid <laughs> cowboy picture i've ever seen that's terrible yeah
1: but if you, scroll, holster, yeah. Yeah. if
0: you scroll through his photos you'll find a bunch of black and whites that have been badly colored mm-hmm. uh like really badly colored like i don't know why they thought this was acceptable badly colored yeah. photos
2: some of these are but, uh these, oh it's wow a, it, this is old bonanza like stuff
1: pastel tin type yes the only colors we have are pink and green yeah. and we're gonna colorize this <laughs>
2: Everything he did back in the 50s was a, was a western I'm looking at it all. Bloodhounds on yeah. Broadway, Montana Blue, uh Untamed Frontier, Bronco Buster, <laughs> Kansas
0: Raiders, like yeah. That was a time. Anyway, help help me guys. I got to lose weight and get a spray tan. Let's do We're going to do this. Let's do
1: it. Oh, he's in uh, the China syndrome with Wilford Brimley. Oh. And Jack London.
2: Good. He's got the uh diabetes. Uh <laughs> let's see here. Oh, I got a trope I found for myself. There's always an alpha, and he's, and he's only distinguished by a weird physical uh, attribute that the other right. creatures don't right. have. So because he has a stripe, well, clearly you're the leader. Good yep. job, well done, stripe. You're you're in charge, buddy. And that kind of bugged me a little because I, I, you know, it's not how it works in real life, but I guess in a movie you got to differentiate these things. I, it isn't yeah, my work.
3: I mean, my my boss has a mohawk. Yeah, and that's how what else does it. Do I know who's the leader. That's true. that's
1: i mean that's the whole reason it's just so that you have a clear gremlin that you can identify as the as the viewer yeah okay is that one and he looks a lot like miles davis there's like a shot there's i was trying to find a Miles Davis album cover Hmm. yeah it was like one of miles davis's last albums where he looks just like stripe (laughs) this is
0: this is a trope that's across so many movies like like i mean even in like star wars if you're going to have stormtroopers you got to have uh, you know darth vader be a different color or when he's standing among stormtroopers he might look like them you got to have the the really good stormtroopers be red or whatever like it's, it's, yeah, it's, and the, so it's like things. phasma so
2: in these new ones. It's, it's uh, that phasma lady. She's likes the standout cause she's all oh, chrome, right. she's chrome and chrome. Yeah.
3: That phasma lady.
2: Yeah. That phasma lady. I just saw sure, that. Yesterday. She's
3: tall, but she needs to be phasma.
2: Yeah. I saw her yesterday. She was uh very tall. You know, what's funny is she's only six foot. Um, the actress uh, from uh, Game of Thrones. Can't think of her name now.
3: Mm-hmm. Brienne of Tarth.
2: Yeah, Brienne uh, of Tarth. Yeah, whatever her name is. I forget. But uh, she's... Whatever, only, uh, name everyone is. everyone yeah. thinks she's like nine feet tall. She's like six foot. It's just the rest of Hollywood is like four really? foot two. Wow. Yeah. Well, plus, the, you know, in Game of Thrones, they make her look immense. Yeah, but I think part of it is all those other actors are just small. Everyone's small. Mm. Hollywood is small. I don't know if you've ever stood next small. to like a Tom Cruise type, but it's like having a, a little tiny kid with you. A little baby kid with a big fat face. Yeah. It's always they with big wide heads. And then little bodies. Anyway, you're welcome, Hollywood. Yeah, take that. That's right. Uh, Peter Dinklage is way taller than you think. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: for some reason, you just reminded me of Schwarzenegger and Pumping Iron talking to the the small guy mm. and showing him how to pose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh right, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing still haunts me. I hate that movie. I hated that documentary. <laughs>
0: um.
2: All right. Uh, what else? Oh, the, the part that freaked me out. So there's a. I have some sound for it later, and I'll play it. But, um. There's a educational film they were talking about, the different heartbeats of different creatures. Oh, and yeah. I yeah, remember I remember those films. I used to love mm-hmm. them when I was a kid. G- I think it's why I'm so obsessed with like old commercials and old like that mm. stuff got instilled in me early because, you know, schools are so cheap. You're still watching film strips and film and videos and film from stuff your parents had in high school. They just never bothered to update it back then. <laughs> you know, we didn't have the internet so it was like well here's this shitty old thing about electricity watch it and it was like the year is 1961 and we've learned about electricity like it was always too old for me but i loved it and this had one i remember i remember this heartbeat thing what i don't remember is up on the screen while the teacher's looking around for the loose gremlin
3: they're showing the like
2: the close up of a heart
3: valve opening and closing. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking
2: <laughs> disgusting.
3: Oh yeah. Classroom yeah. films used to be quite traumatic. Yeah. Guys have no idea. They really were. Uh they were either
2: too simple like a a really bad illustration of a body or something. Mm-hmm. Like here's where the stomach is and you're like, "Okay, it's a little
3: square." I still re- I still remember uh like these safety videos, especially when I was like in the first and second grade back during the uh uh, during the I guess late seventies, they would always bring us into these big meetings and we'd all watch these films and it'd be stuff it'd be scary as crap. It's like, you know, Billy gets off the bus and since he did go in the right direction, he walks in front of the bus and he gets run over. Yeah. And I'm like, holy Moses.
2: Yeah, they weren't holding
3: back with that stuff, felt like.
2: <laughs> I love those though. They're all you can find them all either on YouTube or archive.org or something. They're just everywhere and they're amazing. Oh, they're yeah. so good. Anyway, I'm gonna go find that one about the hearts because <laughs> I got way into it. You'll probably hear it on TMS coming up. I'm thinking. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They all sounded like Walking Dead zombies. I'll play some audio later that'll prove that out. But uh, you could close your eyes and think you were watching an episode of The Walking Dead anytime Stripe said anything. So that yeah. was good. And what else? Stop motion gremlins. You guys talked about that. That was so bad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how else are you going to show a crowd of them on the street? I, I guess yeah, then? it's, it's one
1: of the only times that they can't be shown as puppets. Is is uh, you know that scene where they're kind of walking along, and there's another scene where, where is it part of the same scene where you see Stripe walking? No, I guess that's just a precursor. You see Stripe, and then you see the whole massive horde coming in behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there
0: were some, there were some that weren't puppets, right? There were some animatronic ones mm-hmm. that were that were standalone. Yeah, because... like remote. They were
2: rem- seemed like they moved differently.
0: I, I just so, felt like there were several times when like Gizmo is put down on a table and he's moving and there's no way there's a puppeteer under that table. I can see
3: where the puppeteer would have to be. No, that's actually and, how Man dressed up in a little. Oh, <laughs> okay. the got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he that
2: okay. no, he wouldn't shake anyone's hand on set? Do you think that's what
1: happened with right. Man Probably. Yeah. I think his his uh, germaphobe. Was probably in full. If if it wasn't caused by this film, he probably. Had it this film. Do you think he had to wear a uh, uh,
2: a surgical glove on his head to do anything? <laughs> I'm just assuming that those were all parts of his real character.
0: Oh, <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, in 1997, Howie Mandel on Ice was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Oh yeah, and really? I'm terrified of watching it again. I, it's 20 years old now. I there's no way it's held up, but in 1997, I watched Howie Mandela on Ice, and I was hooked on stand up comedy for the rest of my life. It was mm-hmm. so funny.
2: I wouldn't, I'd watch it just for curiosity's sake. I used to think Howie Mandel was pretty great. I liked him on St. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere. I think he's funny now, actually. Um, his comedy. you like on, uh, The
3: Bobby's World? Did you like I that? I did, did like you? Bobby's
2: World, yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was all right as a cartoon goes with a real life guy talking about it. I mean, it was basically like Fat Albert, but for a sh- short you know curly haired uh comedian white guy that's mm-hmm. kind of what it felt like but all
0: right all right uh favorite canadian comedians we're going to throw away howie mandel and mike myers give me one
2: um oh there's so many
1: God, and robin <laughs> williams uh
0: robin uh, williams is canadian think i think so
1: canadian, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so no 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 uh okay. chandler
3: chandler's canadian right but he's not really a comedian though right uh, uh who's chandler i mean
0: like comic
1: not matt LeBlanc. uh matthew perry matthew perry oh
0: Isn't he? good one that's a good
1: one he's, he's oh okay amazing. i got it i got it you ready okay. here you go i know I, there's, there's only
0: one answer to
2: this there's only one answer okay there's one single answer you might say oh scott is it john candy is it martin short is it uh dan Aykroyd or any of those guys no the answer is 100 percent norm mcdonald and i i will fight anyone i will fight anyone who tells me any different if you think it's different than dan
1: Aykroyd is a good choice pretty good yeah jim carrey's crazy
2: now though yeah (laughs) i watched i
1: did watch that uh andy and me documentary holy cow yeah i don't think
3: he's i everybody says he's crazy but i don't think he's crazy i just think he still trying to find himself i don't think he's lost his mind i he think he's talks, just in this weird place
1: he talks about some stuff in that documentary you know like channeling andy kaufman and andy was yeah, within yeah. me and stuff like that and then goes into some kind of um not kabbalah but some some uh was he he was involved in uh um what was all hubbard's thing oh uh um,
3: scientology, scientology? scientology. Was he in that? yeah oh, wasn't he involved in, in scientology? i have no idea uh, don't think he ever went that way but i could be wrong i don't I have no okay, idea it feels I, like just, there's some, some... I didn't i didn't feel like he had lost touch with reality i think he's just he's trying to find something this more make make uh the reason for being maybe bigger than hmm. what it actually i don't know i i feel like he's he's exploring i don't feel like he's lost his mind yet yeah mm-hmm. uh i don't think he's gone but i think he's
1: oh no i don't think he's started. gone either no. no
2: he's not gone he's not like in an institution yeah. but he's 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 weird now uh, i just want to I, 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 yeah i, I want a photo of
1: mike myers holy mackerel
0: yeah yeah he's he's trying to be a chameleon in everything he does yeah i just want to give scott credit norm mcdonald is a great answer uh nor like he is a great stand-up i'm not sure that his like television and movies are you know are ever going to be considered classics but as a stand-up comedian like you can go see him. He's at the Irvine Improv in three weeks. He's so good. He's he's always got a solid hour. Like the guy, just uh, he was he's from Quebec. Did you know that? Yeah, he, I did. He was he's from Quebec. He, if if I told you he was from Virginia, you'd be like, all right, whatever. Hmm. Like he 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 has somehow uh, you know transcended a lot of things from his early life. It's yeah, just the thing about him
2: is go to YouTube and just search for Norm Macdonald and just find any any instance of him on letterman on uh conan he does he's always on, he's still on conan all the time go to any of those just any of those clip shows no, where normal. he's just talking and he's oh
3: yeah yeah he's, he's, in, the, he's the giant slug he, thing right? the blob, yeah yeah, yeah wow.
2: and he's amazing in it like he's great i love him he's the best colonel that kfc had for their dumb
1: colonel thing they oh did. yeah for sure i don't I'm looking at this list i mean colin mockery from uh mm-hmm. whose line yep. is it anyway, phil hartman was canadian yep mm-hmm. Man, all right, Canada.
3: You guys did, come up. How do we get into? Comics. How do we come down, How do we get here? How do we get to
1: the Canadian? That's comic a really good question. Topic. <laughs> how we get there? Okay,
3: okay.
0: How oh, right, right, we get there? Right. Oh, right, yeah. right. Like, and and I just like want to say, my mind. I just want to say, if you get a chance to see her do stand up, go see Samantha B mm. uh, oh, yeah, it, yeah, she's. It's not. She's. It's not the most straight stand up comic thing, but she's really good. Yeah,
2: I love. I like her show now. She was great on Daily Show, of course william shatner but he's not really a comedian yeah
1: he is yeah he's uh he's from there though intentional (laughs) comedian
0: his his one-man show is amazing like it's hard to believe someone as dumb as shatner can put on a one-man show or i don't know if he does it anymore it was like 15 years ago at least but
2: i'm giving number two to martin short and i will say one other thing that lauren michaels also from canada Mm -hmm. I feel like he deserves to maybe he's not a funny guy right on his own. He's not funny. He's just kind of runs the stuff and does his thing. He's
1: always the straight man. The funniest stuff he does is being the straight man for other comedians.
2: Right. And even back in the day when he was part of a comedy troupe that all led to this, he was not a funny one on there. He was just kind of there. So straight man forever, but responsible for so much talent. Like so many people got a break because he thought they were funny feel like that guy deserves yeah like canadian. And, and again
0: i've said this before listen to the audiobook for mike myers book canada he goes in great detail into how lauren michaels uh sort of brought so much canadian comedy to the rest of the english-speaking world
2: right and is mike myers still he's still doing the
1: gong show deal where is it? he's playing somebody I, I, else. I don't
0: have live television. He,
1: well, I mean, the, the first season is over and he was part of the whole thing. Tommy Maitland. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so funny. I do love, he, I love that. that. He,
0: he commits to this weird, you know, he's got this facial prosthetic on and like, he's so committed to being this other person.
1: And yeah. it's great. I think it was great. It was, it was a really, really good. Uh, <clears throat>
2: he still won't talk about it as if it was no. him. He he'll, he'll, he, He's he's playing. It's a little Kaufman esque, actually. Very Kaufman esque. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: my 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 mom was here for Thanksgiving for days and days, and it's it's tough coming up with something to watch. You know, like because that's what you do. That's how you occupy the, some elderly people. <laughs> you put on you put them in front of the TV, and and so like I invited her to come back during the Winter Olympics because then I know there's going to be something to spend the time on. But anyway. So my mom was here for Thanksgiving, and I'm like, hey, have you guys seen the new Gong Show? And my mom's like, oh, that sounds horrible. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> it, like, Will Arnett, Ed Helms, mm. uh,
1: Ken jong they're so funny on that yeah. show. Yeah. They've they they they've been doing a really good job of kind of capturing 70s, what was good about 70s game shows lately. The, the match game stuff with Alec Baldwin is great, and, and Gong Show is great yeah 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 That was good stuff. the alec baldwin one is very <laughs> i don't know if you rid- guys have seen joker's wild with uh snoop oh God. i want to see that i hear it's funny it's really funny and it's it's uh i don't know why there's not a, a prize number on the wheel that's 420 because there's so many other pot jokes in this thing that are not at all subtle like mm-hmm. one of the one of the categories is name that strain right. but for whatever reason they avoided putting a 420 spot on the wheel <laughs>
0: And right. and have you guys seen the Anthony Anderson? Uh, oh, what's uh, my line? What's my line? Where yeah. where yeah. where he's got his own mom on the stage <laughs> yes. every episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he's it's great. It's so fun.
2: I like Anthony Anderson a lot, by the way. Mm-hmm. That dude's in mm-hmm. shape now. He used to be a big old big old dude. Now he's like he a is. little skinny, yeah. uh, slim boy McGee over there. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, hey, I got uh, yeah, uh, guys. I've clips. I've clips from this clips? movie. You don't say, right. yeah, from Gremlins. Uh, it's a holiday film of the year. Everyone, uh, let's jump right in and play some of these. Uh, here's one from it, and it goes like this: You got yourself a
0: bad case of dragon breath. All right,
2: it's <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> worst pure one
0: ever. it's uh, awful. Pier one imports. <laughs> guys, that voice though, uh, that's so good. I know. It, <laughs> it didn't he do? Yeah.
2: Isn't he the one in the the Disney? Uh I'm thinking of somebody else, I'll bet. But I, I swear he's the the Disney Robin Hood one where it's the narrator, the rooster talking the whole time. Robin yeah, I don't think, Mary I don't him, think, I don't think that's him. Are yeah, you, you that sure somewhere? that's not him? Oh, I think it's him. You sure? Okay.
1: He should have done he should have done so much voice stuff. He should have been the the Morgan Freeman of the of the '80s.
2: Yeah, he should have crawled through 80, uh, 10 years of shit and come out clean on the other side. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: he's either Roger he Miller or Brian actor. Bedford. Oh. No, it was
1: see here. Hold on, so he does have a Roger lot of Miller. '80s acting credits. Mm-hmm. Fairy Tale Theater, Forest Ranger. Okay, no Disney, uh, no uh, no Robin uh, Hood. Rog- Roger was Miller the was. For Black the Yeah, I
2: remember that. Um, hold on. Let's
1: oh, see. he was the guy on WKRP who was going to buy the station from. Uh, Carlson. Oh, really?
3: Oh, yeah. Carlson.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Robin. Yeah, he's not. I, I
3: told you it's Roger Miller. Alan
2: Adele, the Brewster. I know.
3: Okay. All Rod- right. We believe Marion
2: <laughs> running through the forest. Uh, not Marion. Made Marion. Oh, Marion. Yeah. It a-
0: anyway. Wait, 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 uh,
2: wait. Here's another clip. This is uh <laughs> <laughs> The lady is that lady. So here's her.
4: What what? What? What what? what?
1: Uh Flo what, Flo what, uh what? Jean, No, what is her name? Florence Jean Tackleberry? Why am I thinking her last yes. name was Tackleberry? Florence was it?
3: Jean Tackleberry from Police Academy, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well no wasn't her character on Alice wasn't her last name Tackleberry uh, Oh uh this is a good question
3: I don't th- Dude Alice Polly, is so Polly old. Holiday is the actress's yeah. name and in Alice she was Castleberry so Castleberry, Castleberry.
1: that's why Florence Jean
3: Castleberry Flo I want
1: I want a world where she's the mom of Tackleberry from Police yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Academy <Yeah. laughs> by the way she is still with us still rocking oh, wow. yeah still, still doing rocking. good born in 1937 still- lives in uh well, she was born in Jasper, Alabama. I don't know where she is now, but she is. Uh, Jasper, Alabama. She does occasional things. Uh, she was in Heartbreak Kid in 07, 2010, something called Fair Game, but just real spotty since the early 90s. But, uh, I don't know, I like her. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's the, she was on Golden Girls, but all of the Golden Girls have died.
3: I think it was no, no. Oh, wow, no, so, uh, Betty White. Betty White. no. oh, no. Betty White, sorry,
2: Betty White, sorry. oh my gosh, sorry, I know, I know, I just realized, I just about ruined everyone's life. Betty White is still here. <laughs> Betty White is still alive. Born in twenty two. What does that make her? Ninety something. No. Ninety. Yeah, ninety seven. Five. Ninety five.
1: Ninety
2: five. She's she's a. She's right. a weird yeah. piece of science. She's great. National
1: treasure. Yeah. <laughs> weird piece of science. Betty <laughs> White. Weird piece of science. <laughs>
0: she she is such a national treasure that Nick Cage needs to steal her from a museum. I,
2: nice. I agree. That's pretty good. All right. Here's a Gerald. I don't know what this is. Hello, Gerald. Oh, I just like the way that guy said it. It was the, uh, the, oh, Gerald. the cop. Hello, Gerald. Someone at the bar. I don't remember. Uh, this is a great
1: little uh, insult
2: it isn't captain clip-on that's about the most you're gonna get from
1: from uh that guy judge reinhold yeah who looks a lot like you in this movie i know you you've, yeah. you've said in the past that you look a lot like uh mm-hmm. like judge reinhold in the 80s and holy cow in high you know, school i had you know,
2: i had a mullet that that matched the one he had in beverly hills cop stuff and it and it, you'd <laughs> swear it was me it was so in weird. a
0: world where where a tie is perfunctory like a bank why, why do we have a problem with clip-ons? Clip-ons seem great. Uh, you know what? That is a great question, and
2: I would like to address it for a second. There's nothing, like a clip-on removes all of the pain in the work, and it looks just as good, and y- you could, in theory, buy different grades of ties that are you know, super nice silk ties that no. are clip-ons. Why do we not? I think it's because we You're shame, e- we shame <laughs> each other. Because we think, oh, if you don't tie it, you're some kind of douchebagger. or this is
0: So this is toxic masculinity right here. I think so. This guy making fun of our lead for using a more efficient and just as good looking solution. Yes. But you disagree? I heard some
1: disagreement. I disagree. It's lazy. You should know how to tie a tie. Inventor man should have invented a tie tying... Machine. Yeah. Well, you should oh go. Listen, gosh. Brian. You should go out on what, the weekend. To,
2: what to strangle his son? You should go <laughs> out. It work for a week. Listen, Ibit should go out with an arrow and a bow and kill his own meat for the weekend. Because that, that's the real <laughs> way to do it.
4: That's the, the this that's other the stuff is time lazy.
1: Only side with Judge Reinhold in this movie is when. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, preach it, brother. (laughs) I don't know. Ties are so
2: arbitrary. Anyway, I just think clip-ons are fine. But there is such a—I would be embarrassed to wear one and think about the whole time who's going to notice because there's this stigma, freaking dumb stigma. Yeah, Uh, here's him, dad singing. (laughs) All right, there's that. <laughs> There's a lot of little short clips today. How about this one about? Oh, I, I wrote. Good thing it's not jizz. Okay, so here you go. Good night, jizz. See you in the morning. Good night, jizz. See you in the morning, jizz. <laughs> Uh Bathroom buddy. Not if you have the bathroom buddy. He called it the bathroom buddy. The bathroom buddy. Yeah. Not if you have the bathroom buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice. <laughs> the <laughs> bathroom buddy. The bathroom buddy. I re- uh, so here's that educational film I was talking about like, a few seconds from that.
1: Here's Mr. Bird's heart. Small animals lose heat faster than large ones.
2: I totally I know that guy. I know those. Vi- oh, I just love that stuff. <laughs> Golly,
1: Mr. Wizard,
2: standing there in a suit, it's so good. Um, all right, I find this creepy. This is what I wrote here.
1: A song, a song, high above the tree with a voice.
2: That weirded me uh, (laughs) out. It worked really well because then it got dead quiet in there while the moms like stalking around. I don't like it. Uh, Here's a gremlin burp. (laughs) All right, there's that. I wonder who did the voice work on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter Cullen. I know you're normally like a mega or a of uh, uh, Optimus Prime kind of guy, but can you give us one of these? <laughs> All right, well done. Uh, here's where I, here's proof that they sound like Walking Dead zombies, and I I, I challenge you to
0: uh,
2: fight me on this. Here you go. Mom, it's strife. Yeah. See, mm, oh, they totally also right. yeah that
0: they is... also sound like Plants versus Zombies zombies. A little bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I haven't played that in so long. They did sound like that. You're right. How's that game now? Dumb? It's dumb now.
0: Uh, right? No, it, it holds up because you haven't played it in a while, so you're gonna start over. Yeah. You just don't want to play too far. At, there, at some yeah. point, it gives out on you. The
1: yeah. early
2: levels were the best part of that game. You're yeah. not wrong. This is true. Um, okay. This would drive you nuts, I wrote. Yeah, I couldn't do that very. I'd get rid of my little animal. I'd have to get That's out That's Howie there. Mandel for sure right
4: there. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> totally <is. laughs> uh,
2: Then I wrote, what did she say? This is one of those. I'm not sure what she said. This is flow, So you guys got to help me translate. Here we go.
1: Screeching voice, little blue sniffers.
2: Okay. Screeching, Screeching voice, glit. little blue sniffers. Blue okay. sniffers. All right. It's just an odd sentence.
1: Screeching voice,
3: little blue sniffers. All right. Screeching <laughs> voice, little...
0: Little glue sniffers. The
2: little glue yeah. sniffers. Oh, I played bass mm-hmm. for them for like three years. <laughs> they were great. Um, this cop is losing it. It's supposed to be Christmas. What the hell's going on? Shut Shut up tr- that's Jonathan that's Banks. Uh, that's Mike trout right there. <laughs> that's weird. That's so weird. The first time I ever saw that guy, you guys remember Wise Guy, the show, oh, yeah. the drama? Oh, it was like yeah, a yeah, guy yeah. in the witness protection program, and in order to stay there, he had to work with his handler and the handler was Mike Trout. Um, wow. yeah, and he was super It was also young.
1: a really early episode of DS9 where they have to go to this planet and, um, uh, keep the two warring factions from killing each other. Oh, it'll be <laughs> interesting
2: to see if Daryl caught that one. Oh, oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Tune in later, this episode.
1: (laughs) Tune in in four minutes.
2: I wrote uh, the word obnoxious here, so this is all I remember is it's obnoxious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that. No, you're 100% (laughs) wrong. That is one of the best scenes in the movie. That is (laughs) the puppet puppet gremlin doing finger puppets and doing that voice. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, This is me
2: when when Kim's cooking cookies. (laughs) Yum. I do that. Oh, yeah. Sniff twice and say yum. Uh, weird. What? Oh, I don't know what. Oh, oh, I just thought this was weird. Okay, here we go. Attention, Christmas shoppers. Oh, I just like that. It's mm. all like jacked up. Attention, Christmas shoppers. Oh, see, it, I think there are things in this movie almost, that are discordant and weird, and I almost Glados. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Uh, <clears throat> there's the Frank Welker gremlin. All right, great. That is totally uh, tough. Yeah. He uses exactly that like,
1: voice for uh, inner space, too, when, when Picardo is turning into the cowboy or something. It's like oh wait, that whole... Liar, Picardo's uh, in that? Picardo's in that. He's the cowboy. It's when it's when uh, uh, Martin Short is turning into the cowboy. Like he's got some sort of implant that's making him turn, yeah. like his head turns into the... I forgot about that. <laughs> he's yeah. making that whole... Oh, that, that also sounded like
0: <laughs> Daffy Duck becoming a gremlin. A little bit.
2: A little bit, yeah. (laughs) I want to see inner space now. You got me thinking
1: about inner space. I loved inner space. I I of like it, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know. I love the
2: idea of shrinking somebody down, them being this tiny thing in a body. I just, that's always been a thing I've liked. (laughs) Um, Amazing journey. Here's the the lesson of this movie. I have a 19 second clip about the, the real lesson of the movie. So let's see what we can learn from this.
3: I warned you with Mokwai comes much responsibility. But you didn't listen, and you see what happens. I, I didn't mean it. You do with Mokwai what your society has done with all of nature's gifts.
1: Jeez, damn! That got
2: that got. It's preachy. Preachy as hell. Yeah, real fast. (laughs) All right, and then the dumbest thing in the movie. (laughs) I hate that. And then I found this, inspired by gremlins, one of the great scenes in the history of the series I'm about to play. 20 seconds. You'll know what it is. Here you go. Take this object, but beware, it carries a terrible curse.
3: (laughs) Ooh, that's bad. (laughs) But it comes with a free (laughs) frogut. That's good.
2: The frogut is also cursed. (laughs) That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad.
3: Can I go now? <laughs> I
2: love it. It's a great little uh, little reference there. Exchange. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Well, there's that. How about this? Uh, the checklist for this uh, film set goes like this. Best old lady launch of 1984. Check. Uh, never understood why they bothered to dress up for a poker game. Check. And finally, Polaroid as a weapon check oh also why wouldn't in the movie theater when they're all watching movies it felt like one of these viewings that yeah. Brian Nibbett goes to because brian is, is always surrounded by these <laughs> always people.
1: surrounded by the worst people ever
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> think of them as gremlins next time but but why isn't the screen light
3: hurt
1: their eyes because that's well, pretty they enough. and the
3: and the projectionist i mean i didn't
1: get none of that i don't know maybe oh, direct yeah, the project- light i don't well, know No, somebody does one of them does get burned by the light coming out of the projector Oh, we right, did? Right. All right yeah. missed that. Like, and it's, and it, you know, the smoke, and it pulls its hand back. Just Again, to, again the loo- the rules you. are
2: loose. The rules are just a little loose. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Uh, Star Trek Connections, we have a few here. Zach Galligan paid Peter Peltzer. Uh, he was in Voyager, played David Gentry in the episode In the Flesh.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, William <sighs> William Shallert played Father Bartlett. He's kind of a chick in the bucket. We barely saw him.
1: Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, you just see him at the mailbox, too.
2: Yep uh he's in a couple things tos original series he played uh it was an episode of trouble with tribbles uh, which is great by the way that he would be in the tribbles episode wow
1: no kidding yeah. uh
2: which is basically this and ds9 played uh v- varnarni or something like that in the episode sanctuary and then uh, it's varney tom, jeez tom bergeron <laughs> did you guys notice him in here as the tv no? news reporter he's what a, he was the tv guy tom Ber- bergeron maybe it's a different guy I'm going to say that's a different guy because I definitely would have noticed. That yeah. That it's not Tom the dude Bergeron. from uh, Nickelodeon, right? That's the other guy we're thinking yeah. of anyway. Well, uh, Tom,
1: yeah, not the Tom Bergeron who like hosted America's funniest... Hollywood squares and America's funniest home video. Yeah. Not that I right. must
2: not be him. It can't
1: be, uh, it totally is him. I'm looking at his, oh, at the IMDb <laughs> TV news reporter, uncredited Tom Frickin' Bergeron. <laughs> oh, is there a second
3: reporter? Cause I was thinking of the man on the street. Well, there's oh. the girl. There's yeah.
1: the woman reporter, but right. he's the one at the right. end. Who's like, uh, we're going to pull in the the uh, army or the Marines to to come fight them or something like that. Oh, right. Walking around with a microphone talking about... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the old oh, guy with the I white got, hair. Now I got to go back and look at that because I missed that completely. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Anyway, wow. TV news reporter in Enterprise, he played uh, Damar in the episode Oasis uh, in another episode as an ambassador. And then uh, Key Luke, grandfather, Mr. Wing. Uh, is that he say his name? Key Luke? K- K-A. K-A. K-A Luke. He was uh, Mr. Wing. And TOS, played Donald Corey in the episode, Whom Gods Destroy. And then there's a bunch of small people that did different things. Uh, he did not. He's got Jerry Goldsmith in here for music, obviously, yeah, no and Frank Welker. Jonathan Banks. No Jonathan Banks mention. I'm just making sure here. Yeah. Wow. Well, Daryl, you failed on us. <laughs> uh, Alright, for some reason, this isn't working. Oh, there we go. Uh, if, uh, soundtrack great. I'd give this a PFWTI for the Perfect for what it is. Just gets yeah. it just right. Yeah. It's exactly what it should be for the movie that it is when it was. So well done, Jerry Goldsmith. Here
1: you go. Battle, Battle Lines was the episode that of Deep Space Nine that uh, Jonathan Banks appears in in nineteen ninety three. Wow, I bought so that. So right after Wise Guy, but before, of course, before uh, well before Breaking Bad. Was he an alien head guy with like a head? He did have some goofy
2: forehead if guy. I remember correctly. All yeah. right, well, there's Star Wars or Star Trek for you uh all right well there's that uh let's uh, dive right into uh, what we like to call the twitter post uh, this is your chance you three to sum this up in 140 no nay 280 characters or less
0: and i'm going to use every one of them oh great here comes randy Gremlins, take the town from Back to the Future, add the family from License to Drive, a cup of mayhem from Adventures in Babysitting, a tablespoon of the setting from A Christmas Story, add a dash of Big Trouble in Little China, and reduce it on the stovetop until it's no longer entertaining, then put it in the oven and half-bake it. Oh, Merry Christmas.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> Harsh. I like this movie. I want to go on the record again. I want people at home, when you hear me, say this. Gremlins is rad, and it holds up. All right? Don't let Randy, and his first time watching, it's like time bandits all over again in here. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, Also, uh, Brian Dunaway.
3: Brian Dunaway. (laughs) Gremlins, like a bad case of dragon breath. (laughs) Bung. Win. Hashtag. When will we pass stricter Gremlin gun laws? Yeah, that's
2: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gremlin
1: lives matter. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, they don't.
2: Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett.
1: Gremlins three rules just right.
3: Nah. All right. Are you gonna Are you gonna put that in like a? a a block quote there for the font yeah exactly yeah. i need to do that yeah yeah <laughs> do
2: it all out of emoji letters or something that's pretty
3: good <laughs> you know what is this disgusting uh screen grab i'm trying to find that tom bergeron scene in gremlins mm-hmm. and uh and and i'm like i'm like two frames ahead and they've got a they got where uh kate is sticking uh a thermometer into gremlin's mouth
1: oh yeah it, don't disgusting.
3: Chew it. Yeah. Don't do it. It it's is just like <"Hurr"specoughs>
2: Hurr Give me made a couple of fun gross. little gifs out of this movie. There's some pretty good stuff in there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puppetry's pretty good, and it's still funny looking. Like, mm-hmm. the way they move, some of the Pratt folly kind of things, it's, it's not yeah. bad. Totally holds up, I think. I, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much in CGI, which so, surely uh, 3 yeah. three is going to be all up in that. You know what's it's going to be. Of course it is. It's 2018 yeah. or whenever the hell they're doing it. Uh, de- oh, look at this. Ibbots. Oh, Ibbit. and finally, Brian Ibbit.
1: What well, I gave mine. Oh no, he McKenna did. Did it? Yeah, he did. He rules. Yeah, w- just right.
2: Yeah, just right. See, oh, done, well, done away. come on, man.
1: Dunaway on, threw on, me off.
2: On. Dunaway threw me off. All right. Hey, look at this. It's the alternate titles. This movie was almost called Microwave Delight or mm-hmm. Wet Hot American Mogwai. because oh. <laughs> you know it's, it just gets wet, you know, and makes more of them. Anyway. Hey, uh, we got an email from Eric here for our emails today. <laughs> Filmsack at gmail.com. Eric wrote in, says, hello, Brian, Brian, Scott, and Randy, just to clear some things up about the movie Adventures in Babysitting that the Brian's brought up during the show. So this is directed toward oh, you. Okay, correct us, please. First, Dunaway talking about needing a big coat in Chicago uh, during March. Mm-hmm. He says, hell yeah, depending on the year, it's still cold as beep here, uh, here in March. He wrote beep. <laughs> Uh, second oh, Ibit, e <laughs> yeah, he says. Secondly, Ibit I B O T T. He spelled your name wrong. Uh, <laughs> says say, I, was, I was like <laughs> excited about the two T's, and I realized, oh, just one B. Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah Says uh, saying who calls them expressways anymore? Uh, he says everyone in the Chicago area does because that's what they're called here, uh, like the Edens, Kennedy, and uh, the Stevenson Expressway. It's all expressways still. Wow. He says anyway. Love the show and all that. Uh, P.S. I don't watch the movies either. I'm just a listener. All right, Gary. That's great. You should <laughs> always
1: be- amazed to hear how many people don't like who, who just would listen to the show it's and don't wild. watch the movies. I think the
2: majority yeah. do, but it is
1: interesting always to hear. Yeah, it is. It's like the people who, right? It's it's the grass is always greener. Sense. The people are yeah. not the greener, but the the other shopping line always moves faster. The people who don't watch it tell us about it. And yeah, the they
2: they email them. us and say I don't watch them, and then we yep. go, oh, this number is huge. Uh, Darren also wrote in and says, hello, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. Adventures in Babysitting uh, was always a double feature with The Night Before from 1988 with Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gets on a date with his girlfriend, a high school crush, and then gets drugged into town in Los Angeles once he comes to realize uh, he sold his date to a pimp and goes on a wacky adventure to get her back. You guys should watch this. Thanks for all the laughs over the years, Darren. I have never heard of The Night Before. But I yeah. guess it was a double feature back then, and I, that's news it's, to me. It's
1: the everything goes wrong trope, though. It sounds like I'm yeah. looking it up here. Uh, anybody, see. by the way, anybody, take my recommendation and watch. Better watch out, since we're in Christmas time, and we just yeah, the... I,
0: okay. I I acquired the movie.
1: Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's it's worth seeing. Watch it before Christmas, and watch it after <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. It it feels like the, the negative from the positive print that. Uh, adventures in babysitting is this is what they did with the negative hmm. of the of the print interesting hey okay. i
2: my, i accidentally saw part of a thing my wife watched on uh on the hallmark oh, channel hallmark? Uh-huh. it was uh i i know this is going to come to a shock especially to you of it but it featured that redhead from dune in it again
1: <laughs> alicia witt alicia again witt was in it
2: again and she was uh-huh. uh this time she falls in love with the guy who gave her, her, her his kidney uh so she she gets a kidney from a guy in an operation. And then it comes Christmas time and all the Christmas miracle. They get together and it's just a big shitty piece of shit.
1: Wow. Yeah. She's found Christmas more times than there have been Christmases. Yep. Yep. <laughs> J- even Jesus is looking
2: down going, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> slow down with the Christmas movies. Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if you said jeez. Anyway, hey, that's jeez. it for uh, the, <laughs> the email. Scott, or uh, not Scott. What's my thing? Filmsack at gmail.com. That's the one. All right. Our next movie, After Christmas. So no, no show next weekend. We're taking Christmas weekend off, everybody. Uh, but we're gonna have one the very next Saturday, and it will be what, Randy?
1: Point Break. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! The Holy really? Grail. Oh, Johnny <laughs> I Utah. Am an FBI agent.
2: Dude, I'm so excited! And they got the the Reagan masks on while they're squirting. Well, this, this is one of them. This is what I. But this is, is, what, I re- but this is what I remember. I remember Reagan mask on somebody and lighting a gas hose at a gas station on fire. I wow. remember
1: that oh my god this is almost you should almost before you watch it scott do one of those describe the movie from start to finish like you did with uh oh, with yeah. back, to the that future. Was back to the future yeah it took so long important. to draw i know well you don't have to draw it just just recount it and uh
2: and see what i remember all right yeah maybe, maybe i'll we that. do
1: that maybe we do that on tms one of the mornings we don't have trivia or something yeah
2: it might be fun actually i meant to get back to doing those anyway but Anyway, that's coming up. Point Break. It is, It is. Uh, for those wondering, wait, that's not on Netflix. You're right. It's not. It's on Amazon Prime. That's where you're going to get this. Uh, we do occasionally allow those in.
1: But you all have that anyway, and the rest of you don't watch the movie. So yeah. you're pretty, it's fine. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> there you go. Very well said. Anyway, so we'll get to that next time. Uh, I want everyone listening to this to have a fantastic Christmas holiday. We hope you guys have a great and Merry Christmas and a uh, Happy New Year. But we can do that again because we'll be here right before the New Year. So uh, come on back for that. Uh, I guess that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're done. Fil- uh, Filmsack.com is the website. You can go there and uh, do stuff. Filmsack at gmail.com is our email address. Filmsack on Twitter. Leave us reviews wherever you get uh, your podcast, wherever that is iTunes, uh, Google Play, whatever. We love good feedback. Thank you guys for listening for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. <laughs> we'll-, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Look out. Look out.